Ricky, 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 Ricky. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. How you doing? And welcome, DJ Chark from the Carolina Panthers. What's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have like the high budget for like all the cool sound effects and stuff like that. So we just do our own thing, like clapping and, and acting a fool. Right, no problem. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, welcome to the show. We had Dietra on, uh, what, a month ago? Two, a month and a half uh, ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now we got the one, the only. Oh, man, I don't have my jersey on. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing not wearing what? a shark process oh, jersey, jersey, man. Jersey. Um, but uh, welcome to the show, man. We really, really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. Um, uh, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. Uh, everything. Yeah. Coming off bye week, got some time yeah. with the family, so that was a good reset. Yeah. yeah so you, what, what, what'd you do? Did you do something fun, or do you? Uh, you didn't have your head in the playbook all week, did you? Nah, we took nah, the, took the fam to Asheville, saw some mountains, did some outdoor exploring with the kids, took the dog, whole family group uh, activities. Yeah, it's, a, it's a beautiful time up there, man, with the leaves changing and things like that too. Do you go up yeah, on like the? Uh, the parkway or whatever, the Blue Ridge Mountain Parkway? Yeah, we drove up that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's nice, man. Dude, I love, love Asheville. Yeah, it's very slow, which is what I like as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you, uh, so did you stay downtown or did you stay like kind of the, the uh, outer uh, rim where, like, where all the mountains were? Um, kind of downtown. Yeah. Yeah, my buddy just got married uh, in Asheville, so we're there for a whole weekend. It's man, it's awesome. Every time I go back, it's it's, yeah, it's insane. Uh, cool, man. So we we heard uh, that there was a, a birthday that just happened, and there there was a, a SpongeBob cake. Uh oh yeah, well, my sister got me a, a SpongeBob <laughs> cake for my birthday. Yeah, my son' birthday was last week. He just turned one, right? Yeah. So, and then you have you have a daughter as well, Mackenzie. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, we see that all over uh, Instagram. You, yeah, you, uh, you're very proud of your uh, your kids. Oh, hundred percent. Love yeah. that man. They keep how, going. Now, how, how? Yeah, no kidding, man. I got one, and he just he runs me ragged, man. So I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> you got two, and you're still balancing all that with the football oh, and everything else. Pretty good. Uh, uh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, got, that's that's the that's the thing that holds it all together, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I got one coming in six weeks. It's uh, congrats on that. Uh, oh, thanks, yeah. man. I appreciate it. Uh, so, how's Charlotte? Charlotte treat you so far? It's been good. Uh, yeah. My family really loves it. I love it. Uh, it's a good blend of, you know, it's the South, um, good weather, and just a lot of things that I like in general. Uh, so. Yeah. I've been only in Louisiana my whole thing, Florida, then Detroit. So I think this is a a good place uh, for me and my family for sure. Have yeah. you found like Have you found like a favorite uh, restaurant or anything like that here in Charlotte yet? Um, there's a I think can't remember the name. Might be like Porter's House in Matthews. Mm -hmm. Might be saying that wrong. Um, it's a nice <laughs> restaurant that not this far from uh, the house. So yeah. I've been a few times. But other than that, uh, just try new places every time. 
Yeah, man. If you ever need recommendations, let me know. My family is like very, very involved in the restaurant scene and in some of like the cool, whatever, trendy places. So if you ever want to try out like the uh, Supperlands and Everondolos and things of that nature, let me know, man. Those are awesome places. They let us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we uh we were talking about trying to get something done with the Chark Academy as, as sort of a fundraiser down there. And then kind of like life happened to me and having a kid and all that kind of stuff. So that got put on pause. Uh, do you want to talk about Chark Academy at all from your point of view? We've talked to Dietra about it. Oh, for sure. It's, she's definitely um, the engine uh, behind it. Uh, I've been so busy with football. You know, and like you said, life happens. So over yeah. the last the last two years has been pretty much um family and and football and so hats off to her for really she was not stepping in, she was already there, but just doing a great job with um the training and the promotion and getting the kids there and everybody that I've talked to that experienced it. Um, really like it. So yeah. she's doing a great job. I plan on getting there this off season, and they're doing some things, and you know, meeting the uh, the students and the kids that's there, and doing some training with them. Uh, so I'm really excited about that this off season, and um, it's been it's been doing pretty well. Uh, it's yeah. really just about you know, giving the experience more than anything else, uh, yeah. giving people somewhere to go to uh, train and, you know, actually not just be a number where they at. So uh, it has, goes off to Dietra for that. Yeah, yeah she's a machine. Her, yeah, she mentioned a lot, too, about the emphasis on, um, like, community support and the mental health support aspect of that as well. And I, that, that was something that we, um, both Alex and I, felt, very personal about and really enjoyed that aspect of her explaining how all of that played into the charts performance Academy as well, man. So that's really commendable that you guys put that much emphasis on stuff like that, especially for the youth. Cause I, I think that that is something that goes um, unthought of many times. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm big on mental health. Just, I think sometimes you put mental health in the box. Mental health can be pretty much anything that's taking your mind off your problems and, help you mm -hmm. feel better, you know, so any way that you can do that, whether it's through training or conversations or just feeling supported, I think that's a big time. Absolutely. Have you, have you spoken to Hayden about this at all? Cause he has his, uh, foundation too. Oh uh, yeah, we spoke, we spoke, um, not recently, but in years past before we teamed up, we've talked about it. Yeah, he seems super, super passionate about it. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff that he's said about his foundation, so it sounds like a cool like thing that you guys have in common. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think we have something later in the year that we, someone is trying to get us together to do. Um, but, you know, with the season going on right now, I'm not really sure where they're at with that. But yeah. I think yeah. that would be a good conversation. Well, we'll, we'll, keep our, we'll keep our eye out for that, too, and anything that you guys have going on, man, we'll yeah. actually do our best to get that as much as much exposure as possible, too, man. I know Dietrich said there's, a, like, a 5K happening down there in Baton Rouge, I think, for the Performance Academy, and uh, or she was trying to set it up, I think, was the last thing that I had spoke to her about. 
Um, and then she had mentioned maybe even trying to figure out a way to get one down here in Charlotte. So keep us in mind, man, you ever need any help setting that stuff up, we would be glad to take some, uh, take some responsibility off of your shoulders and get something like that going too, man. For sure. We definitely appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, get in, let's get into some football. How about let's, it? Yeah. Are you ready for some football? <laughs> so uh, it's exciting, man. Thomas Brown taking over play calling. Are you guys, uh, are you guys, what's your, so uh, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Panthers defender. I kind of, this is feeling to me like the Lions last year, right? Like you're in every single game. You just don't get over that hump. And it feels like it's just, we're just kind of waiting for that first win and then it's going to snowball. Is that kind of y'all's mindset in there? Or is it, how, what, what are you guys thinking in, um, in the locker room right now? Um, 100%. Uh, we didn't expect, you know, this start that we had. Um, it's, it's unfortunate. We've also had, you know, just a, a series of them events whether it's injuries or just tight games that we didn't pull off I think the bye week was big for us um, just everybody getting to go home or whatever you go and take some time off because not like we're so far away but at the mm-hmm. end of the day whether you lose by one or you lose by 50 you know it's just 0-1 or 0-2 so mm-hmm. uh, and that's what it feels like when you know it's cumulative over weeks so i think that yeah. i'm off was big for us you know it um tb coming in and calling the plays now uh, it's just a nice switch up for us you know give us something new and i think that's what we really need right now just something new something fresh not saying yeah. that any not uh saying anything was wrong with coach right or anything just right at this time you know like you said, in Detroit, when we was going through that time, they did a lot of things to try to switch things up. And I can see that's the where we at now, trying to just switch things up. One thing I know about the NFL is any team can win any given uh, Sunday, no matter if you're the best team or the worst team. I think we saw a good example of that over the last few weeks with yeah. like last night, the Monday night yeah. game. Uh, you see... Man, we saw like three teams this week, right? Underdogs, like one yeah. and five teams or two and four teams that came out and beat some uh, some big favorites, man. Yeah, yeah. And so I think we all have the mindset uh, to come in and put the work in, and you know, I think the staff is going to put us in good positions to do so. And we only get yeah. better. Personally, I feel like we're getting better, and we can only go up. So I think yeah. we're going to. I think we're going to do yeah. well moving forward. Yeah, yeah it, it feels like it's just like small things and just like the turnovers. And it's like almost like beating yourselves like a little bit. You're, you're, you can play with anybody, in, in my opinion. Uh, we've seen it. We've seen it for quarters. We've seen it for halves. Uh, I think you were winning like most of the games in the first half before, you know, a, like a fumble happened or something like that happened. Um, but I, I like where this team's going. Uh, and I just hope, I just, I just hope that it comes next week uh have you guys uh started to- is there kind of any kind of thing that like bryce is coming in like bryce versus stroud like he really really wants to to beat uh cj or like um, what's the locker room feel like going into the sections i would say that there's not any you know talk about it you know no one's like a hey, cj and bryce but you know it's obviously the um elephant in the room for sure <laughs> right. uh, 
it's understood and yeah. we understand that and y'all want to and y'all want to go to battle for your guy too i imagine right yeah, for yeah. sure for sure like that's just understood yeah. we want to go to battle any game but we no. understand what this is we also know that you know in the last six weeks i feel like we personally played our two of our hardest opponents as far as just higher power and things like that these last two weeks um so not to take anything away from the Texans I think they're doing a really really good job but absolutely you know we feel like we can go in and compete with anybody so this is the week that you know we put it together and you you, you, yeah no you, you you make a you make a great point though man with the with the opponents that you just got done playing I mean those are balanced teams that are really good Offensively, they're really good on the ground and through the air, um, but they're explosive in both of those manners, right? And they're very innovative on offense. Um, not yeah. to say that the Texans are not, because they've got Bobby Slowick, who's a great coordinator, and he's getting the best out of C.J. Stroud in that offense. Right. But from a just from an approach standpoint, they do struggle a little bit on the ground. Um, so maybe there's an opportunity for this Panthers defense to kind of key in on some areas that they can maybe take advantage of and not have to game plan as much for certain aspects that they did with Detroit and Miami. Um, But when you look at this game, do you see anything with that Texans defense that gives you the idea of, you know what, man, like I think that this could be a day where we open it up a little bit. We got Thomas Brown taking over as a play caller and, and you touched about like trying new things with Detroit and how they did that. And that's kind of what you get the sense of here in Carolina, right? Making the switch. Do you think that this is an opportunity to kind of get that different voice in the room with Thomas, because look, no, nothing against Frank Reich, man. He's an awesome coach and, and well-respected, but he's got a calm demeanor, right? Thomas has a fire under him, man. Like that dude is, he's straight to the point. He's, he's going to rally the troops a little bit. You expect a little bit more out of the offense and explosiveness this week? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, just from the, you know, with the uh, switch over and uh, play calling, he's pretty much given, uh, TB full range of everything, like full control. So, I, as a competitor and knowing him, I, I can only imagine his first real crack at it. He's going to try to, you know, you know, he gonna give it his best shot for sure. Yeah, and, you know, he's got a bunch of guys in the locker room that's hungry to win. So, yeah. uh, not. I don't know how it's going to play out. And I'm not here to put too much pressure on him or anyone because uh, just one week within a long season. But I can see us really going out there and, you know, get putting our best out there. You know, I think one of the things that we struggle with is penalties and uh, self-reflected things. And mm-hmm. I feel like we've gotten better at that over uh, the last few weeks. Absolutely. Uh, Miami, I don't really think we had too many um, penalties or anything like that. So yeah. if we could continue the path that we're going and uh, add some uh, explosive, explosive plays within that, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much the recipe on offense to uh, be a great offense, be a winning offense. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he learned from the bad. I mean, McVay is what top three play caller in in the league right now. I and mean, you learn from him. So yeah. I, I, I'm excited about it for, for sure. Uh, so we, I, I, I've been talking to Ricky about this. I want, it just 
seems like I want you guys to have fun. And like, there's a couple plays like to LaVisca, like a, a few weeks ago where the, the offense started getting really excited because it was opening up and people were getting like doing what they did. Well, when you're in the game and like, you get to have fun. Does that kind of give you in a better rhythm and uh, and get you going a little bit more? Because it it seems like we get into this like a structure too structured with the Panthers sometimes, and guys don't really have that same energy and fun that when like something like like a Lavisca uh, pass that goes uh, screen that goes for fifty yards gets everybody into the in, into it more. Like when you were in Detroit and you got those bombs, man, it, it electrified that whole offense. Uh, for sure. Uh, I think that's just, you know, football. When you're, when everybody's involved, uh, everybody's feeding off each other. So, and sometimes you have days where what I'm accustomed to is sometimes it may be your day, like in Detroit, um, the way that it was kind of set the up. Panthers. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's kind of set up to where, you know, you lean heavy on the ground game. And then yeah. in the past game, you, you know, um, St. Brown is going to move the chains a lot, but then, you know, it may be my day or maybe Josh Reynolds day, or it could mm-hmm. be Khalid Bramman day, but yep. every game is going to be someone's day. That's going to help. And I think that's kind of what we need right now. Uh, we have a lot of good players, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's Thielen, um, myself, uh, our Truba, uh, yep. Miles, you have Mingo, who's I feel like is really good, hasn't even really been able to show what he's capable of. And, yeah. you know, Terrence, you have a lot of good players that once we get it rolling and everybody can get into a rhythm, then we'll really be able to show that. So yeah, it, it it feels like Mingo's still scratching the surface, right? Like he's he's a, he's a raw prospect, I think, in, to an extent. Um, but it seems like he's kind of polishing up a little bit here. The route running's starting to come together for him a little bit. Um, I don't know if maybe the change over to Thomas Brown is going to get him implemented in some different you know motions and things of that nature. Maybe the route tree switches up a little bit. Um, but he's got some explosiveness to him. You mentioned Terrace Marshall Jr., so I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this question, man. Is there any kind of like bad feelings going on right now with the reported trade um, request that's going on with him? Now, he came out and was super professional yesterday when he talked about it, said that he's not there to cause a distraction. He's there to play. He's always been, you know, A1 with his Panthers team. Um, is there any weird vibes going on when you have a guy like that in your position group that, that maybe is unhappy with his current situation? Uh, not at all. I have a really good relationship with Terrace. Um, if I'm not mistaken, this is year three. And yep. he's, I just don't think he's really had a lot of opportunities, per se. Agreed. And whenever yeah. he yeah. really do get the opportunities, like last year, I think when they had the coaching change. He, uh, Towards the end of the year, yeah. And he did well. So, yeah. yeah. They started targeting him downfield and giving him the opportunities to do what he does well, and he shined, man. And and it, it's been a frustrating thing, I can tell you, from a fan's perspective, man. Me and Alex have talked about it multiple times, and, and other fans that we speak to have said the same thing. It, it seems like he's being utilized in a way that doesn't necessarily highlight what he is exceptional at, and that's the big-body contested catches downfield, the explosive plays. Not necessarily the same thing that you do. You have a different skill set as Terrace. 
But you guys both, when you get those big plays, that's what can set up the offense. Like you guys are the, you guys are the bomb to like the pistol, right? You you could sit there and you could have the the small uh, um, ammunition all day, dink and dunk, take out underneath. But then when you guys take that top off, man, you guys make one of those explosive plays. It just energizes the whole thing, and we haven't seen that from the offense. So. I know that we're looking forward to that, and I do understand that frustration from Terrace um, in that in that regard as well. Yeah, 100%. And that's why in the whole in his journey, I support, you know, whatever, you know, he deems is correct, uh, you know, because also away from the friendship and things like that, yeah. football is a business. And mm-hmm. with him being young in his career, uh, he still has a lot of opportunities to do so. Yeah. But uh, it's very, it's a very slippery slope when it comes yeah. to you know production and things like that. And if you're not, but he really hasn't. There's no no bridges have been burned though. I mean, he could still stay here, right? And he seems like he's still open to that possibility. Yeah, for sure. And you yeah. know, you never know with us changing things. Maybe he, yeah, you know, gets more of a prominent role. You know, I'm right. not really sure. Uh, yeah, you know, I really don't. I really don't know much right. about that situation we have right. too much about the situation but like i said he's a great teammate he's a great player and yep. he can really help us out but he can help anybody out you know because i i have that much confidence in him myself so yep. uh, i feel like um whatever is meant to be you know guys will will be done no matter what yep. so um i think he's a phenomenal person so i feel like it's yep. going to work out for him for sure Dude, man, that poor guy. I just like <laughs> under rule the fact that he wasn't even getting he he wasn't dressing some games. And you're like, what do you do? Like, I I, I had no idea for for the whole rule era what why he wasn't getting more run. Yeah, um, you really you honestly could have just right there just said under rule and everyone. Would yeah, man, why that was a problem. <laughs> God, that poor guy, man. I got yeah. and every when he when he played, he showed out. Like I was like, yeah. oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm so frustrating. Um. But so uh, I, we we brought in like so many vets to to, uh, to the Panthers and winners in general. Like like Miles Sanders was in the Super Bowl last year. We got guys with uh, rings. Von Bell's been in the Super Bowl. Are those guys in the locker room? How are they feeling? Because they're not used to losing at all. Are, are you guys in the mindset? Yo, yo, we're only three and a half games back in the division, or is it it's truly just one game at a time? One game at a time. Um, you yeah. really. You can't win 11 games in one week, you know, and we, we're not going to try to. Uh, we understand what we're up against, but we also know that everything that we want is still in front of us. So yeah. the biggest thing now is to just block out the outside and continue to work and, you know, lean on each other and go get a win. I feel like we just one or two wins away from really catching on fire. Uh, we, yep. Like you said, we can compete. We know we can compete with anybody that we play. And we also know that, you know, it's a long season and you never know uh, the way that the season goes. You yep. know, the yeah. that you thought would be a Super Bowl champs, yep. start off hot and then fizzle out. So, like, absolutely. We have, we, we have nowhere to go but up. We feel that. And we know that we have the players, the talent to do so. So I really yep. believe that we will. I think, like I said, I think the break gives everybody a chance to reset. 
and just when you're away from football for as an NFL player, at least for me, um, for over like two, three, four days, you want to get back to it, even if you was feeling like, oh, I need a break. Yeah, yeah. You're ready to get back to it. So, yeah, uh, I think we have a locker room full of those guys, and we're going to make sure. Yeah, yeah, and and we got really, really unlucky with injuries. We're probably the most unlucky team with injuries this year, I think. Um, And that's kind of guys haven't like um, a lot of the guys haven't played uh, a snap of football before in the NFL and being asked to have very prominent roles. Uh, So, I, I I think that we we've had adversity uh, early and that we're going to be able to overcome that where a lot of people might have to get it later on in this season that have been lucky with injuries so far. Right. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt you, uh, Ricky. No, no, you're good. I was going to touch on something very similar and just say that I, you talk about the reset from the bye week um, being able to kind of like get your mind off of it as, as well as get your body a little bit of a break. And we know that this team has been kind of fighting the injury bug there's the possibility that Austin Corbett comes back at some point after the bye. Um, Xavier Woods, Von Bell, both possibly back sometime after the bye. I don't know. I don't think there's been an official injury report or anything that's come out. Um, you guys haven't been back to practice, I don't believe, um, since the bye week, yeah. maybe today or tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, that's right. Um, and Frank said that he would give more updates on all those situations at that point. But we've got an opportunity to really get some key players back um, defensively and on that offensive line because that offensive line, man, has been a struggle point. And we talk about these deep plays and the explosive plays developing downfield. Some of that maybe is responsible with that interior pressure that defenses seem to get relatively often on uh, Bryce Young. So the hope here is that if everyone could get healthy, that maybe Bryce continues in his progressions um, and in developing because, man, I tell you, from my standpoint, DJ uh, Bryce Young looks like a stud, man. Like he, he just looks like he's got the goods. He looks like he understands the game of football. Um, no moment looks too big for him. He's ready to fight through adversity and keep playing despite having any kind of shortcomings or failures within the game. He comes back and he, and he keeps fighting. What's your impressions on Bryce Young, man? 22 year old kid comes in here and he's a captain of the football team with all these other vets on there. I think he, he comes in and he goes to work, and that's really all you can ask from him. He's a good guy, uh, very personable. Um, I have a good relationship with him, and I feel like he's continuing to get better. Uh, just from our connection early on in training camp, uh, I've seen yeah. a lot of great throws and great things that he's done. And I think it's going to, unfortunately, you know, with the record and things like that, um, if you're not really watching for the positive things, you can easily take the negative things. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like we'll be able to change that up. And when that happens, you know, a lot of quarterbacks struggle um, year one when they come come into the league. But that doesn't mean write them off because right. that's kind of what we do in the NFL. <laughs> we try to write yeah, people off. Yeah. And then when they start to shine, we come back and say, oh, we knew that would happen. Yeah, I uh, felt that way about Trevor his first year. Uh-huh. You know, everybody was trying to write him off. And everybody's like, oh, he's one of the best in the league. So yep. you just have to st- uh, stay with it. And as long as you have the intangibles, then that's going to carry you a long way. Which yeah, is a great point. 
let, let's talk about being written off because uh, I, I was on the DJ Chark train pretty much right when you signed with the with the Panthers, and I'm like, man, this guy was a Pro Bowler not, like not long ago. And he's, yeah. he's he's awesome, and now there's all this stuff about uh, Panthers looking for number one. I don't know how true that is, but uh-huh. do you feel like you've kind of been written off a little bit? Uh, that happens every year. Um, yeah, <laughs> that happens every year. It happened in Detroit. Uh, yeah. and I, I was playing my first three games, and then I got I had to sit out for like six games, and mm-hmm. everybody was you know uh, just counting me out right but definitely like media media sources but then i came back i had like three ninety plus yard games and then it was yep. all and then it went to the they'll talk about injury like that's just what media that's just what people do to go with whatever is whatever is hot at the moment so I was yep. like, yeah I used to let I used to try to feed on that, but now at this point it just seems very it's Old like news. yeah, it's it's juvenile for me at this point. Right. Um, I just go out there and play ball and as long as the people in the building know what I can do because they are there I and mean, they see they see it, like they see the practice, they see the yep. games, they see yep. uh, the routes. Uh, that's all mm-hmm. that matters to me. There's never been a season where I feel like the people in the building uh, it was like, ah, he's not, he's not talented, or he's not uh, the guy that we thought he was. Uh, right. So. so the football yeah. people in the building, your teammates, they believe in you. They they know it. They see it. And you got enough internal fire that you don't need that outside doubt. In yeah, a hundred percent. Now, if my, it's really, I really care about my teammates. If my, if I get the vibe that my teammates think, uh, well, he's hyped or he's not mm-hmm. what he used to be, then that kind of, but I haven't had that before in my career. So <laughs> that's a nice <laughs> subtle flex right there. I haven't had that. You're in your athletic prime. I don't, I don't think that you can be, not be what you used to be. I mean, you're, it's, yeah, so. do you, do you feel fast to get like, that's what Dieter said. Dieter said he feels good. You feel yeah, fast and, just, and fully healthy. Just, I feel, in, in years because I've dealt with my ankle um, yep. my year four and then re-aggravated it uh, year five so it's the best I've felt in a long time and um, yeah. like I said one thing about kind of like we were just talking about tears best for any receiver is really about opportunities it's not always about who's the most talented or who's this or that it's really just getting opportunities because at the end of the day, everybody, everybody gets in the game. And I watched football over this last week of not playing this weekend. You see some of the best receivers have yeah. an off game, like, or yep. have a drop or whatever. And then come back the next week and go for 150. Like it's, it. it's just the nature of the game. It's about opportunity. So for yep. me, I just kind of focus on making the most out of my opportunities when I get them. Um, and yep. as this offense uh, continue to rise in the sand, I feel like I can see myself being uh, making more plays and things like that. But whenever I do get the opportunities, uh, just make them and you know mm-hmm. keep it going. So you talked about the training camp connection that you had with Bryce Young. I went to a handful of the the practices down there in Spartanburg, man, and. 
and you're not lying at all. You guys had this rapport on some of those deep passes. You've got a, a, an affinity, man, for tracking the ball in this like late hand movement that you do where it looks like you have no business even being able to make the play. And all of a sudden, your hands just pop out at the very last second and cradle the ball and make an incredible catch. What What do you think it's going to take, man, to get some of that going on, on the football field on Sundays? Because I saw it firsthand, too, man. You felt it. You talked about it just now. That's something that we need because that is something that you bring to this offense that I don't think anyone else can, man. Uh, you know, I think, you know, just making sure that it's it's not a one-step answer. There's so many different things. Uh, it's, it's, you know, calling the play. It's protecting mm-hmm. the play. It's Bryce uh, making the read, throwing it. Mm-hmm. Then it's me actually catching it. Like, it's, if any of those things, you know, instead of getting check marks, get a, a X, then that play doesn't happen. So it's mm-hmm. just everybody working together to make that happen. Um, and on me to make the catch, you know, as well. But uh, I think, like I said, moving forward with what we as an offense feel like we need to do, I feel like those opportunities will come for sure. Yeah, and you talked about being healthy. Um, it's, it's evident when you look at the routes that you're running this year, in my opinion. You're, you've got a really balanced route tree this year, man. Like, you're not just running go routes, nine routes. You're not just running digs. I mean, you've got some comeback stuff. You've got some double move stuff. You had a really nice catch. I believe it was the Detroit game, actually, um, where you fell right into that soft spot of the triangle zone and made a really nice third down catch. Um, do you feel like your route running has become a, a really big strength of yours because earlier on, I think that a lot of people might've classified you as just a field stretcher burner, just a big body guy could run straight line and get a, you know, 40 yard pass. I, it seems to me that you've developed a lot in that route running um, aspect of the game. Do you feel the same? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's something that I work on. Uh, that's one thing that I know that I can control. You know, I can't control if the ball comes to me or, what the route being called is all I can control is how I run the route. And that's something that I've really focused in on over the last few weeks. And I feel like I've been getting better and better each week. Um, and I've been taking a lot of pride in that. And so just like moving forward, uh, just really focusing on being able to get in and out of breaks, using my hands yeah. more pad level, all those things, because, mm-hmm. you know, when you, able to do that consistently you're able to uh get open and make the plays that's need needed to be made so yeah. uh so like that's what i'm chasing at this point in my career to continue to get better each week and that's why i feel real confident and you know moving forward just because of the work that's being put in uh, every day do you think that uh, so I, I in my opinion Adam Thielen is one of the best front runners I've ever seen do you, has he helped with with any of that does he bring anything to the rest of the receiving room um in that sense yeah 100% uh just asking him I ask him uh, different things I talk to him uh, about like some of my stop routes and, and like his the way that he views it and um also just watching him uh, he's very shifty, so being able to see what he does and the things that he used where he don't have to just be the fastest guy on the field, but he can still get over five boards. A lot of it is mental, um, just knowing the defense, knowing what the responsibility of the play 
is how they can uh, spot. So, you know, I sit next to them in the meetings, not ask them a lot of questions, not even just yeah. football or life. So <laughs> you know, he's, been, <laughs> he's been big uh, for me. Uh, just he does. He, just, he seems like such a solid dude, man. Like just all yeah, around. He is. he is. He's a he's a great he's a great teammate, great player, great um, just individual. He's got more dog in him than I thought he did too, man. Sometimes you hear about there, you see him on the field, man. I didn't know that he had that much fight to him, to be honest. <laughs> For sure. He, he was he was really vocal in uh, in the offseason. He's like, man, this could be. He's like, this guy. They got some uh, talent. This is gonna be a Super Bowl roster. And there was a lot of like weird confidence this offseason that kind of. I think that's why everybody's kind of like a little uh, unsure of why the Panthers aren't doing too well because it seemed like Miles Sanders was on TV talking about how good the roster was. Adam was on TV. Uh, Burns had like this weird sort of confidence about him. Shaq Thompson did. Um, do you think that this roster is you just, you just got dealt with too much adversity early on? Um, do you think the roster is good enough to really win right now? Uh, for sure. Um, yeah. I think one thing I've, I've learned in my playing experience is, you know, adversity always hits at some point. Um, and, we got it early, and I'd rather get it early than later. Yeah, um, I, yeah. Like my time in Detroit, we got it early. We had a lot of injuries, and eventually things just clicked. And once I feel like for a team like us, a win would make a win at this point would mean much to us than it will to another team. Yeah. So if it. If we string off a win or two or three, we know there what it's it like to be winless it. over the course of. You know, uh, yeah, you said the magic yeah, word right there. Yeah, string off three. <laughs> Thomas Brown, what's what are your original thoughts on initial thoughts on him, um, and how does the team feel about him? Because a lot of people were talking that he was the most impressive person in the building uh, when they met him. Does, I mean, you, you've worked with Ben Johnson. You work with other uh, offensive coordinators. How are you? What? How does his team feel about Thomas Brown? Um, like from a personal standpoint, you know, I love him. Uh, he's very honest, straightforward. Wants to the best position. Uh, definitely from a football standpoint, um, he was one of the guys that I sat down and talked to for. A long time before I signed here, and nice. watched film with them. Saw like his offensive philosophy, which had a lot of you know L.A. Rams, but that's yeah. also kind of what we did a lot in Detroit because of J.G. coming from yep. L.A. and it made him comfortable. So you know, I have from a football standpoint, I, I have a really, really good a lot of respect for him. But also, from a personal standpoint, um, I've grown to have a good relationship with him, you know, off the football field. Uh, you know, he's a, you know, I wish the best for him. And I think he's going to do, uh, I think he's going to do great. And I feel like the players in the locker room are going to, uh, you know, do our best and make this relationship work. And, I feel like it's a great time for this to happen 
you know, mm-hmm. just because, you know, what better time than now? So, yeah, yeah. Time to restart, reset, come back, and, you know, see what he has to offer and see what yeah. we can do to uh, make this, you know, a uh, match uh, made in heaven for him as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned it. It's like fresh eyes, right, on the situation. Um, I would piggyback real quick just off of what you said because that's a really interesting and, and great point on Jared Goff coming over to Detroit and, you know, being familiar with that Ram system. And, man, I mean, you, you see what the proper system can do for players. And, and I hate the connotation of being a system player being a negative thing. I think that there's a marriage of, you know, a system, a coach, and players all working together and finding that right balance to get the best out of everybody. When we look at that Rams offense and you think about what Thomas Brown may bring to this Panthers offense, what is it about that that excites you? Like, do you see a different role for you specifically, or do you just see a slight tweak to what you have been running um, as an offense as a whole that you think maybe just makes the uh, execution, the sequencing a little bit sharper or something of that nature? Uh, I think so. It, it, it's technically, for the most part, the same concepts, mm-hmm. but you can you can do so much with concepts in football. Whether it's say, for instance, um, you have a it's hard to we can run these concepts at different formations and different um alignments which change right. everything. So instead of me Just running multiple out from outside the numbers, if I'm inside the numbers and I run this route and we know somebody outside, that changes the whole play. Right. So I I can see like I don't see anything being just we don't have to go learn a new playbook because mm. we've installed all these plays from day one. But we can yeah run these same plays out of different formations and let different people run them and have you get different looks. So yeah, I think that's a lot of what we're going to get uh, moving forward, just getting people in different spots. He's big on matchups. So Mm -hmm. if you find that he thinks yeah, that's music. You know, music for fans' ears. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. That's something that we have talked about so often about, like the personnel usage and and you know staying multiple within the formations and alignments, but being able to deploy different people in in, in the different roles. Man, that's just music to our ears. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you what. Said it exactly. What... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um... I, I, I wouldn't say it's gonna just be this. We come out. We just running all new plays and we do right. all yeah. no. it, it it's not that it's just taking what we have and tweaking it to work to our strengths in his eyes you know so. yeah 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 exactly matchups are so key exactly you're one one thousand percent correct um and that's how i view it <laughs> yeah yeah let, let the two guys that don't play in the nfl yeah. say it, how, how happy we are about that but it's nice to hear from somebody who's in the situation that they uh, yeah. also see optimism with that um not that and again not saying that like you guys weren't happy with the offense that you were running or didn't feel that you could win with the offense you were running but sometimes just having that little bit of a fresh perspective in in, in subtle tweaks and the sequencing and things of that nature can kind of give you a boost, man, where maybe mm-hmm. sometimes you felt a little bit flat in that same situation. 
Right. Yeah, a little, little less predictable too. Like I, 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 I I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. um, big as well, just because we have six games on film, but like mm-hmm. when you have a different person calling them, it's hard to really just dial in on tendencies. So yep. Yep. Yeah, like, I don't even know what the tendencies will be at. So uh, we yeah. still learn that as we move forward. So right. that would be good to switch things up, you know. And and yep. you'll have different looks and situational um, opportunities as well. You know, the third down looks, the third and longs, third and shorts, things like that that maybe, like you said, have formed a little bit of a tendency that teams could key in on and, and predict a little bit about what you're doing offensively. Now it's right back to the drawing board again. It, it, they're going to have to guess, what do we do? Because this is the first time anyone in the NFL has seen Thomas Brown calling plays. He did it at Miami as a college coordinator, but that's the only time that we've seen him as a play caller. So this is a whole new thing. And, I, man, I'm excited for the for the new looks and, and, and just the subtle changes. I, I still hope, too, that he's going to really deploy that run game, man, because we saw Chuba. Chuba got some stuff going for you guys the past couple games. Man, that dude is running hard as hell, isn't he? Uh, all the time. That's, that's yeah. What he is. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'd imagine that he's probably sitting at home right now, like on a couch, and his legs are still churning. Like that's <laughs> what <I'm> talking, man. <laughs> probably so. You know. Yeah, I saw you guys live in uh, um, New York when you guys came for the Giants game. He looks different. I've, I've seen him every single year. He he came out and he is different this year than he's been any other year. He looks strong. He looks big, mm-hmm. fast, explosive. Yeah. I, I like I like Chuba a lot. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad that he's getting more run for sure. Yep. Um, all right. I think, I mean, I, I think this is about it. We, you know, you're busy. Um, couple, just like one last question uh, for me, at least. So yeah. is LaVisca your best friend on the team? You guys had like a lot of, like, <laughs> you guys had a lot of uh, uh, fun stuff going on. All right. So who, who has better fashion sense? You or, you or him? Uh, I said me. I think, I think, yeah. he's, I think he, he's nice. He got some, he got some stuff yeah. to him, but, I kind of dress differently because of my mentality or just my personality. His personality yeah. is different than mine. Yeah. So yeah. I, stay, I stay with what I do. He stays with <laughs> what he does. And I like what he does, but I wouldn't yep. try to wear what he do. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he'll wear what I wear. But we have these I don't I don't there. I don't know that I don't know that I don't know that he could pull off that uh three piece orange suit that you had going for Monday night football against the Saints either, man. That was yeah, I, don't, I don't I don't think he's at that point yet. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is he coming right. back soon? What's going on with him? Is he all right? Uh yeah, he's good. Uh I don't know right. his table uh okay. for coming back, but he will be like that's um that's good. for sure. So good. man, I was getting so excited and he finally got he was using he was finally got like that Debo role where he's in the backfield. Um yeah. and he was he was just so exciting. And yeah. uh of course, right when we get super excited about it, something happens. So yeah. um can't have nice things, I guess. Hopefully we can change that for uh Pastors fans. And yeah, so yeah. My final question, man, and this might be the most important one. Um What's the favorite office character or episode or moment, man? Because like, I don't know if you noticed the name, the bow body in my, in my handle name. I don't know if you caught the office reference on that, but that would be my personal favorite, uh, Creed Bratton. That's definitely yeah. my guy. Um, so I, I wanted to find out what yours is, man. My favorite character may be Kevin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Kevin. Um, yeah. 
episode. My wife loves dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it so many times at this point. I've yeah. seen all the episodes, but like that episode is always on. Um, so good. Plasma TV. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't know though. I feel like I can't really pick a favorite episode right now, but I definitely yeah. can um say that Kevin is always that's a great one he just comes out of nowhere with the most random <laughs> yeah so random i think that's why creed is mine it's the same thing man like they're not like major roles but when they when they hit their lines they hit man and they just yeah kill it not for sure for sure um and then you named your dog dundee right yeah oh man yeah. <laughs> he's he's in florida right now uh with the family just because we're all moving he was his um, energy is crazy, and was, <laughs> my wife was pregnant with uh, and she couldn't do it. So as we was moving, we took much, down man. and we let a family uh, let him stay with a family in Florida right now. I mean, that ain't a bad life either, though. If the dog's got a little too much energy, he gets to go to vacation in Florida. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in Florida, probably being a menace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll fit right in, man. That's all Florida is, right? <laughs> man, DJ, this has been absolutely amazing. I, 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 I thank you so much for coming on and doing this. This is unbelievable. Is there anything that you want to say before you leave? Anything that you want whoever is listening to to hear? Uh, nothing particularly. You know, yeah. just having a good time. That's it. <laughs> yeah, man. A- absolutely, and we like. Whatever you're hearing or or seeing or what, what about Panther fans, man, I'm still very optimistic on this team. I'm super excited uh, for the future of this team. So I just wanted to be, I want the the team to know that that the, the fans, yeah. whatever negative things that they're hearing about fans in in, in Carolina, they're just as many optimistic fans like me and uh, Ricky. Hell yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's yeah. that's good to know. And I, from experience, I recognize that in just different places that I've been. And um, you always hear the, you always hear the negative because it's louder. That's you know, exactly it. But one thing I always tell people, I've never really came across a fan, like a true fan in person that was negative. You know, it was exactly. always positive and optimistic, you know. So, you know, yeah. usually the hate or the negative is usually on Twitter or Instagram. It's not, it's not usually a face to it, right? Like, they yeah. don't usually put it's their probably, face behind what they're saying. Probably a, a, a Panthers helmet with the yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm pumped, man. I, I love this team. I still, I, whatever happens this year, you're still young. You're still great coaches, great players, great dudes. I'm so proud of, like, the team and, like, the guys that we have. Yeah. Uh, we've always kind of been like that as, as Panthers, just having uh, nobody's in the in the news for anything yep. bad, like like assault or you know DUIs or anything. We're just good, yeah. good dudes. We're, we are really proud of uh, the team that we root for. And I hope and I hope DJ man that like you gave uh, you gave a little soundbite to reporters after the Detroit game where you talked about having been involved in a lot of losing seasons um, and that you just want to see one through. You know, you want to see one of those situations through. I hope, man, personally, that this is the situation that you get to see through, man. I hope that you stay in Carolina. Um, You said that your family likes it here in Charlotte, and and you seem to 
enjoy being part of the Panthers culture. And, and I'm me and Alex personally could say that we're happy to have you. I know there are a lot of fans that are really happy to have you here. Um, I hope you get the chance to see this one through, man. I believe that you guys will see it through and, and bring this back out to the right side of things, man. And thank you so much for your time today, dude. You have been incredible. Um, this was a absolute privilege for us to be able to sit here and talk ball with you today. One billion percent. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you guys. All right, man. Hey, have a good rest of your day, man. If you if you don't stay, then you got to get me a New Jersey of a, whatever team you go to. To make sure that uh, you can keep that one that you have. <laughs> there it is. Awesome. All right, Thanks, DJ. thank you so much, man. Have a good rest of your day, and let's man, let's get the Texans, man. For sure. Keep pounding. Wow. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> How about it, dude? DJ Chark on. DJ Chark at uh, 9.30 in the morning on a Tuesday. If that's not the way to kick off a week, what? I don't know how you do it. Oh, man. That is so cool. Oh. Shout out to DJ Chark because that was awesome. He took a lot of time talking to us. He gave us some good information, man. That was That's awesome, dude. What an awesome dude. Him and his sister, Deetra, two of the best people that I've had the pleasure of talking to uh, since this podcast has been a thing. Dude, yeah, that's man. I'm just so happy to be a Panthers fan. Yeah, me too. Like, man. Think, I feel good again. Yeah, dude. But honestly, though, like you think if like you were like a Giants fan, yeah. and you think somebody like a New York Giants player would be able to talk to you, this <laughs> is awesome. Like, Maybe, I mean, I don't know. I don't know any of them. But <laughs> like New York, like everybody wants yeah. to talk to Giants. Like Panthers, yeah. it just feels like. I don't know. It feels it's great. Yeah. I like it. Buddies. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I, yeah. I hear you, man. Yeah. It doesn't feel like they don't feel like uh, so far away. They're like people. Like, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> they're like yeah. people. Well, they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I feel like you're like a giant. You're like, you're like a celebrity. Like, this is right. like, yeah. It's like, this is like, you know, like uh, in uh, um, in England and stuff, they had their like, like have you really seen Ted Ted Lasso? And like Ted Lasso just goes to the local bar and they all talk to like this fan yeah. talk to Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, okay, a little bit. Like they're part of the yeah, just, part of the yeah. group. Part of the group, yeah, part of the city. Yeah. Uh, cool, that man. was awesome, man. That was that was really cool. And we got some good information there too. Um, nice stuff to expect from Thomas Brown. The, uh, man, I was really excited to hear him talking about the different usage of personnel. Not necessarily, and and this is what we've talked about too, right? They're not going to change what's happening on the field. Like the the playbook is the playbook. It, it's been created already. But they're going to start, or at least this is what the possibility is. They can start using certain players in certain roles that make certain sense. Yeah. <laughs> like wow, go figure yeah. that can actually make a difference, man. Yeah, it's big on matchups. Big on yeah. matchups. That That's was the music five years ago. That's the name of the game. He's big on matchups, and then he even said something about like you know they got six games of film. They may get some tendencies. Yeah, no, man. We there, there's some tendencies out there, but now that we got a new guy, let's let's go ahead and break yeah. all those. It's just really exciting, man. Yeah, I, I, I think that hearing it from the players' perspective too was really nice because we do a lot of speculation, informed speculation, right? Like we go off of statistics and and things that mm. we hear, but straight from a player's mouth, man, it's really nice to hear they haven't lost faith, they haven't mm. lost optimism, and that they're still hungry to deliver on what they thought at the beginning of this year was a realistic outlook to win. Yeah. So we haven't been bamboozled or hoodwinked by anybody, man. Everyone wanted to win and expected to win. Things haven't gone the way that we wanted them to. They're not giving up. So the hell if I am, <laughs> you know, Dude, 
and really, everybody, like, think about how everybody left last year with the Lions. The Lions were like, they like, they're like, this team, if they would have made the playoffs, they would have been crazy. That team started yeah. off one in six. Right. One in six. Right. Yep. Like, they and they were like a half, like, I think it was a tiebreaker away from uh, making the playoffs. Yep. Or like half game. It was the Giants, right? Giants were 9-7-1 and they were 9-8. Yep. Uh, it... They're right there. They're right there. Three and a half games back. Yep. And the Saints, have you seen the Saints lately? <laughs> and, and we just saw, and we just saw multiple teams this past week while the Panthers were at home resting up and getting healthy. We saw multiple quote unquote bad teams beat good teams. Yeah. It, and we have a schedule coming up with the next three games that are against quote unquote bad teams. Mm. So if we can go out there and win three games, and we're three and six, and we're, let's say, a game and a half back of the division with eight games to play, that is attainable, and it's realistic, man. And, and we've still got a bunch of divisional games to play. Right. This thing, this yeah. thing isn't out of reach yet. I'm not, I'm not doing, like, the, we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to no, do this. But like, I'm not doing that. But I am saying that, like, this, the ho-hum, everything is gloomy and doomy, and we all should just start watching Liverpool or something like that. We're yeah. not there, man. Like, keep watching your Carolina Panthers. Keep supporting them. There's, there's still a chance, you know. It's not like we kept Miles Bridges on the roster or anything like that. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to say that because I'm pissed off because the NBA starts in a day, and I'm not going to be able to watch the Hornets. So, yeah, I'm not. Well, yeah, I, 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 I usually I, NBA is usually my, I, I watch basketball because I'm, I'm stats nerd, right? There's more stats that go into basketball yeah. than football. Yeah. Um, it. I just uh, I'm not excited about NBA this year. I'm watching yeah. the Knicks this year. Knicks Knicks are my team this year. Um, but like, yeah, the Vikings are three and four. They just beat the same the Forty Niners. There was a time where we were both zero and four at the same time, playing yep. each other, and should have won that game. Right. <laughs> if we don't <laughs> give a fumble six, we and win that game. Point, and people can point to the injuries for the 49ers, and they're legitimate, right? Debo Samuel is a big loss. Trent Williams is a very big loss. But we've been dealing with injuries. Yeah, and, other saying, injuries have, and other teams are going to deal with injuries throughout the year. So the, so the yeah. point of that, like the moral of that story, right? Everybody deals with it, man. Yeah. We dealt with it in a string of unfortunate times at the beginning of the season. But if we have been able to stay close in these games with these significant injuries and we get some of these players back, man, watch out. It, 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 it's just, it's a recipe for catching a lot of people off guard when they are expecting a walkover of a football game. And we got a bunch of DJ sharks in that locker room that still believe and are still fighting. Man, I'll bet on them. I know yeah. you will. You have been all year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man. Uh, uh, and the, the saints, they're pretty old. Old guys don't usually last all season. And yep. the, the defense of the Falcons, pretty old. Yep. Old guys don't last all season. So, And here's another bonus thing for everybody to get excited about. As awesome as this episode was, because we got to talk to DJ Chark, a Panthers wide receiver, and give you a little bit of up-close information, we're going to have another episode this week. And I heard that there may be another guest on. So really, man, if you're keeping score at home, the important win loss column here is that Kitty Lit Podcast <laughs> won the bye week. Like we yeah. have absolutely crushed it. This is terrific. Yeah. I'm, I'm so um, happy for us, and I'm so happy oh, for the Panthers fans. Uh, I'm just so happy. I'm happy to yeah. be happy. You know, it sucks. People that are sad all the time and upset. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I wouldn't like to be them. <laughs> you know, I'm you know, saying like I just I, I go to Twitter. I don't I don't respond to a lot of people. I just read them. I'm like, 
wow, you're just yeah. uh, sad. Yeah, that sucks. No I reason. Get, I, I hope you get happy. Yeah. Happy is happy is way better than sad. <laughs> Turn that frown upside down, man. <laughs> If the games if the games cause you that much trouble, turn the TV off. That, yeah. There is an off button to all of that sadness if that's the thing yeah. that's causing it. But yeah. if you can just enjoy it for the sport that it is and 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 be a fan and just try to, you know, bear down. Look, dude, we're Panthers fans. It's not anything new to us to go through tough times and, and yeah. losing seasons. Yeah. We also yeah. have a franchise quarterback that we drafted number one overall. We've got some other young pieces. We've got Thomas Brown coming in as offensive coordinator. Azero Evero has been working with a really depleted defensive roster and is still getting some out of them. Not not great results, but he's getting some. Yeah. I just think that there's enough here to not feel completely putrid about. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you think yeah, they're and the other thing that of them, like it's just if they get say they get the win this week, and yeah. then people start start coming back on the team from injury, and it's like, oh, we're like we're winning and we're getting all these people back and like that momentum. Yeah. And, 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 you, and you just said, say that we get the win this week. I will say that. I think we're going to win this week. I think we, there we go. And then I also think we beat the Colts. And then I think we string off a third one and we beat the bears. I think we go yeah. on a three game win streak out of this bye. And then I think all of a sudden people are going to be like, Hey man, this might, this might actually work. This, this has yeah. a little bit of juice to it. And I think that the the Saints lose the next two, so I think we're both three and six at the same time. And I'm not super. I, I, like what the 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 uh, Buccaneers are, are big dogs this week. Yeah, they're gonna be three Look, and five. The Buccaneers started hot, man, and good for them. But that team has a ceiling, and it's, yeah. and it's a pretty clear ceiling. And it goes as Baker Mayfield and that running game goes, and that running game isn't doing a damn thing. And Baker Mayfield, when it becomes one dimensional. He's still Baker Mayfield to me, man. You can say whatever yeah. you want to. He looked great for the first couple of games. I don't even know that he looked great. I think he's had great situations and made a, a handful of really nice throws. But he still looked like Baker Mayfield on the majority of the throws that I saw. I'm cool with it, man. If it's Desmond Ritter, Baker Mayfield, and Derek Carr in the way of us getting back into this race, I'm not even yeah. saying winning the damn race, but just getting back into it, I'll take it, man. I will take it all day. Dude, how right was I about Derek Carr? Oh, yeah, you were very right about it. He sucks. Yeah, he's not good. And you know what the really sad part is, though? If you look at all the statistics and things like that, he still is pretty close to Baker as the top quarterback in this division just on statistics alone, right? Yeah. Now, if you watch the games, I don't don't think there's any way you can say anyone other than Bryce has looked halfway um, optimistic for the future of their team. Oh, yeah. Like there's, There's no other player. Like, Baker Mayfield has probably played the best. But he's not the franchise quarterback of Tampa Bay, right? Desmond that's Ritter. Like, I will say dude. this though, man. Desmond Ritter all of a sudden figured out that Kyle Pitts was on his team, and that's working. Like <laughs> Arthur Smith <laughs> knows that, that out too. Would have known to throw the football to the actual unicorn on the football field. Well, he throw he throws it like a uh, two feet behind him, but a good thing that <laughs> Kyle Pitts can get that absolute yeah. anomaly of a human. Right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man, awesome! Uh, we got way too far. Yeah, we, we're gonna get out of here. We're too giddy, too excited, all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, keep keep a lookout for uh, the next episode when we have a yep. next special guest. And uh, yeah, I think we'll that see. one will probably come out on Friday. We're looking at recording on Thursday, so we'll probably post it Friday morning so that everyone can okay. have a little bit of a uh, Friday morning intro into the week eight action.
Yeah, let's go, baby. Oh, I'm so excited. All right. Uh, so uh, I think that I'm good to go. Are you good to go? Yeah, all good, man. All right, cool. Let's uh, end it like we always do and uh, keep pounding. Keep pounding. <laughs>